A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, the Mandalorian, Cara Dune, and that one guy whose name I totally forgot just now, Carl Weathers. Thank you, Carl Weathers. <laughs> are pinned down. I don't know. <laughs> we only get into this episode. Ken! Ken! Ken, get in here! Greta? He just pops out of nowhere. He's just like, hello. We need to... Hold on, I'm not... real, we need to kidnap someone. Hold on, I'm not real. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. Go for it. I'm looking up his name. The Moth, played by Gus from Breaking Bad. Moth Gideon. Thank you. That I knew. Moth Gideon. What's the actor's name? Oh. John Carlo Esposito. Son of a bitch. I had Esposito. But yeah. Moff also the genie in Once Upon a Time. Oh yeah. That, oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah really. Anyway. He was, yeah, he was the genie. He wasn't the genie. He was the mirror. He was the, the genie and turned he, into the mirror. mirror. Yeah, he becomes the mirror. <laughs> Before I say his name, does any of you have a guess? No. Once Upon a Time is stupid. <laughs> is Carl still part of it? No. Uh, his name is Grief Carga. Uh, Good. Uh, Okay. Didn't they say he was like a diplomat or something? Or like former diplomat? Former diplomat. Former, That's yeah. interesting. Anyways, okay. they're pinned down. Moff's pissed. We got scout troopers racing back to the town with Baby Yoda. And shit's about to defend. This is where we started on episode 8, Redemption of the Mandalorian. You know what? I love Ben. What? Child violence. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Ben Magnet. This is Ryan in the office. I don't Sparks love Smitty, And of course, Brian T. McClure joining us for Fakers Watch Mandalorian, the final episode of the season. Finale. And I'd say I really like this episode. Yeah. Remember when we split seven and eight because we were like, oh, we better get seven out before eight comes out because we'll have to wait for eight because Ryan was going to be gone. They're all coming out the same week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's how it happens. It's cool, though. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Um, this was a fun, action-packed episode with a lot of lot of cool Star Wars stuff. The IG-11 sequence where he's blowing fools through the through the streets was awesome. Yeah. yeah. On the speeder bike? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know around me of? Baby Thanos. Tarkovsky's Clone Wars. Yeah. The first part. Oh, you're right. You're so right. The Lancer guy. Yeah, the Lancer guy. You're so right. Oh my god, I would love to see that. But yeah, it did also, but yeah, IG-11 did remind me of Cosmic Ghost Rider holding Baby Thanos. Yeah, that's a cool comic book reference for you. But yeah, the episode opens with Jason Sudeikis and Adam Polly. Okay, did you have to look it up? I mean, like, did you know I, I already before you looked it up? Yes, because I saw this okay. episode much later. I watched it today. Got you, oh, got you. Yeah, I watched it today. Right, I knew yeah. it was Jason today. So I was, I was sitting there watching it, and I'm just listening to the Stormtrooper talk, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Jason Sudeikis, just mm -hmm. off his inflection and tone. And I'm like, that sounds exactly like the mm -hmm. way he talks. And then Megan Googled it, and she's like, yeah, Jason Sudeikis. I'm like, man... I like you can pick that guy out of a lineup. Yeah. I like watching them try to shoot the pink can. Yeah. The can. <laughs> and they like, sh they broke that they like shake their gun. That, yeah. Just that whole sequence, that whole banter sequence, they, they ride up and they're like, hold on, Moff just killed a guy for looking wrong. Okay, standing by. Uh, and they're just, their whole banter scene is hilarious. That sequence is fantastic. It felt out of place in this series up to this point. I was yeah. like, wait, are we all of a sudden this... We this kind of thing we can do. And here's the thing. we spend a lot of time on them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, before we get back to our main character. Yeah, a couple minutes. And I thought yeah. that was very strange. And I, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. But I'm also like, where was this any any you, point? The whole show could have had this. Like, how did the stormtroopers both have so much more character than anybody in the prisoner ship episode? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. I'm like, where is this kind of thing to connect me to these characters in all of the previous episodes up to this point that have been like this? I, yeah. I know he didn't direct it, but like maybe Taika Waititi, who directed it being the comedic guy he is, like maybe this was like like this was the idea, like let's make it funnier. This last and like episode. I don't even think it necessarily needed to be funny though, that I think that helps and yeah. I think it helps to like kind of relieve the the anxiety from where the last episode left off. Quail died. But it still felt like if we're going to have moments like this to breathe, it shouldn't be at episode eight where we first in in start introducing moments that feel like this. I should feel moments yeah. like this. This is That's the whole point of this it's, being a Star Wars yeah. television show and not a Star Wars movie. My characters need to breathe in the moments and have enjoyable interactions like this. And how has it taken this long to get It's here? interesting yeah. because, yeah, like this is the final episode where like the big standoff action scene happens. And the first thing we see is like this comedy bit. Right. It is kind of like weird. Like, why can't the whole show have this tone? Like, kind of fluctuate with comedy? Because it wouldn't feel so out of place. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I do agree. Like, I, but I, I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yes, yeah. I wanted more of it. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. Exactly. Which is why I'm like, it, it just felt like it was 
very suddenly a different show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah. I, it's super interesting that they have to hang out and like, yeah, uh, this this moth showed up and he killed a bunch of people and we're just gonna like hang back and see what's going on yeah. here. That exchange was fantastic. This did bring up something because I was thinking about it, and I rewatched episode seven before this mm -hmm. one. Um, Quill! I Quill. don't Quill. understand how the stormtroopers hear his radio signal, but nobody else does. Mm, Why the yeah. scout troopers are hearing it. Okay. I wish there was some kind of something to indicate why they can hear when he's radio radioing Queel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I don't get it. If I had to take If a, it were that easy to do, I wouldn't expect Mando to even risk it. Yeah. If I had to take a stupid Star Wars educated guess, like the scout troopers are the ones who maybe have the technology to it because they're scouting, but they never say that or it's never I, implied. I was going to say something like the scout troopers, like the comlinks that they use were comlinks that they had from, uh, Carl Weathers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Grief they had been given to them by the Imperial Troopers. It was a trap. Yeah. yeah that yeah. would have at least helped me to understand, like, how they catch on. Yeah. Because uh, Giancarlo Esposito, it's unclear if he even knows that the child isn't there, yet the scout troopers know. Yeah. And how come he doesn't know, but they know? There's a line that Mando says, like, he, he, he like, the child's gone or else they would have killed us by now or something. They say something like that, so, like, the, the moth knows if that... If they had the child, they would have killed us by now. Yeah, so, he, so sure. the moth does know that the child's not there, okay. but they haven't communicated it's, that it's, he doesn't know that. It's very, yeah, it's very bizarre in the yeah, yeah. of that, and I like these episodes, but that part is super weird to me, and I'm like, I don't understand how this happened, I, other than because, like, oh, we want that moment of Queel dying and then the baby getting abducted yeah. and everything. Yeah, I want to I wanna real quickly touch on a comedy moment I really like, which was the, um, when, uh, the, the stormtroopers are, are raiding the Jawa's place, and the Jawa's like, what's that, the stormtroopers are like, well, what is this? And IG-11 just shoots them shoots all. Yeah. <laughs> and then and the Jawa's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's grabbing his stuff back. Jawa's are awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I like the, uh, I, I, I like the, the action in the sequence a lot. I want to, real quickly though, I'm going to jump around. I'm going to jump a That's bit to... Jump up, jump up and get down. Uh, when we see Pedro Pascal's face the first time in the show. Hooray! It's the last time, too, probably. Um, I For a while. Yeah. I don't like that sequence, mainly because it feels very forced. Because if he's not actually going to die in that situation, we know he's not going to die. I never once thought that he was going to. He's. It's the name of the show. <laughs> the the yeah. next time we, we see him immediately after... With the helmet leave, on. They leave him with the helmet on. So I'm just kind of like, well, why have this moment... If, like, you could have him be, you could have him be wounded. Yeah. And you could have that be the stakes. Like, okay, now you're wounded, let's go. But the whole thing is like, leave me to die, leave me to die, go on, go on. I'm okay. Like, I, because, because, if you're, because if you're going to kill IG-11, it's supposed to be this thing that kind of changes his perspective on droids. Yeah. Mm, because that's that. his whole thing, is he's been prejudiced yeah. against droids, and he says it's this droid in particular, and everyone's like, no, it's just droids. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and that that's the thing, that's the first thing that sees his face in so I, long, I will... because it gets around the loophole of the non-living thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I think yeah. all of that part of it works for me. Here's the part that doesn't work for me. I don't give a crap about seeing Pedro Pascal's face. And it took me seeing his face to realize, oh, I've never cared. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize I never cared, but I never cared. Because you guys have talked about, and the thing is that I'm like, I never once believed that once the mask comes off, it would stay off. So what's the point of it coming off anyway? Yeah, that's true. That's the whole thing, is I'm like, it's, it's, we're too early in the show that it's just going to not be on his head now. So what's the point? If he's not going to have it off to interact with other characters... I don't need to see Pedro Pascal's face. Yeah. I don't care. Mm -hmm. uh, it's I he's almost... going to keep wearing the helmet. Yeah. The the strength of the show relies on how other characters interact with him even if he has the helmet on. Mm -hmm. Which... And we just have to give in to that. Yeah, which... And there is no point to seeing his face. Which is why I feel like uh, I feel I don't like that Cara Dune didn't stay with him. I agree. I agree with that one hundred percent. However, uh, I do really like when IG-11 goes to self-destruct. Yes, and he's yeah. saying, I don't want you to go, and he's, and he's like, you don't need to be sad. And he's like, I'm not sad. And he's like, I've analyzed your voice patterns. You're sad. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, see, this is all I need. That's all I need to care mm -hmm. about this character. I don't need to see his face. Buff 2D2. Man, that, that, what a Megan, cool. Megan flipped out when it started getting up. She's like, "What the hell?" Yeah, well, like, that's an astromech droid. It's, oh, it's got arms. Yeah, oh, buff two D two. That's pretty good. And when, he, when he's when he's singing, he's singing a yeah. gondola song. I uh, I put on uh, subtitles for this episode. Uh, 
because my TV was being wonky and it was kind of flickering, so I wanted to make sure I just read it. And it says, like, he's rhythmically, rhythmically singing a song and then continues to rhythmically sing. And I'm like, oh my god, he's singing a song like it's like a, like a uh, fairyman. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's such a weird idea. I want that toy. It's <laughs> um, a cool, cool design. Yeah, it's, it's a weird thing where, like, I like the intent of the moment about, like, him reconnect, he connecting with the droid and that's why he pulls it off and it allows everyone to finally see his face and all that crap. But it did make me go, and maybe it, I don't know, maybe you're feeling a similar way now where you don't feel like you need to see his face. I, I, if this is the extent that we were gonna get it, and then immediately it's on, it's like, yeah, I didn't need it. I feel like this was for the audience who were like, oh, it's that famous guy. Right. Like, we know who yeah. Pedro Pascal that's, is. And that's kind of been my whole thing, is that, yeah. like, I know you and others have, like, been like, I, I think I need to see his face, and the, and I've always just yeah. kind of have known in the back of my head, and this really confirmed that, I'm like... Just because we see it doesn't mean we're yeah. always going to see it. It's going to be on his head most of the time. So my, why, why, why do that? No, my whole thing is I don't understand why the Mandalorians can't take off their helmets. It's still not explained. It has never been a thing in canon. And it's the thing we talked about. Uh, uh, Mandalorian is a race. It's a creed. Yeah. Oh, it's also a race. It's also look. I I, I like the idea that it's a creed. Yeah. I understand the foundlings are not always Mandalorians. However, I mean, Ray adopts Skywalker's yeah, name. There or is a species of Mandalorian. There's a planet exists. of Mandalore where they lived, and like they're. Yeah, it's not just a creed. It yeah. is also a people. Yes. And that that did bug me a little bit. I like the sentiment a lot, but I'm just kind of like. Uh, hold on. Yeah. It, there's also a people called Mandalorians. It is, it is. I feel like it's something still meant to be explored. Because I think this goes back to, like, we were s suspecting a long time ago, there are, there are separate factions of the idea yeah. behind Mandalore. Yeah. And there's what we know from Rebels and Clone Wars really well, and then there's this. Yeah. And, and I feel like we're heading towards finding out that they're, like, this is my whole thing, is that eventually I think his I, ideology of what this is will be broken. Yeah. Uh, and he'll realize that this maybe isn't exactly. This isn't the way. This isn't exactly. Ah! This isn't exactly uh, what Mandalore stands for. It yeah. could be like different sects of Mandalorians that have like different creeds. Like from like uh, it, to put it in perspective, kind of like how could there's like it's different. Cool zoom in though. It's a creed. Yeah, there was. But you know how like there's like a giant umbrella that's technically Christianity. You have like the Catholics, the Presbyterians, the uh, Methodists. The Baptist, you know, something like that. Yeah. Maybe it's kind of like that, where some people who follow the Mandalorian creed is like, no, you can take your helmets off. The other Mandalorian is like, no, you can never take it off. And when this Mandalorian was in a certain um, section or with a certain group, was like, no, you cannot take this helmet off. Like, I did. This I, is the way. I did. Uh, speaking of canon, could be like that. I don't speaking know. Speaking of canon, I do appreciate that they made it a lot more clear that whatever this purge is, it happened after the Battle of Yavin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry, the Battle of um. And uh, yeah, no, Yavin. Yeah, Battle of Yavin. Yeah. It happened after Rebels. It happened after the Death Star. Mm -hmm. So whatever, whatever this is, it is after where we last saw the Mandalorians. So I, yeah. I do like the clarification there because I was starting to be like, well, wait, where, where, what about Purge? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm. Sh I wouldn't be surprised if next season goes into it a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if Moff Gideon is going to stick around, well, if he is going to stick around, because then, then they'd have to because yeah. he's got a Mandalorian. Yeah. Thing. No, he has thing. the the dark saber. Yeah, that is such a. Can, I mean, can we can we talk about the dark saber? Hey, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's because okay. that's like the most un like I can't believe that's showing up. The, Why? So, Holy shit! Neither did I. So the dark saber for those of you who don't know, uh, watch Clone Wars, watch Rebels. Uh, the dark saber is the saber made. By the only, as as we know, as history knows, the only Mandalorian Jedi. Yeah. Uh, he made the he made it was thousands of years ago, and he made the dark saber. When sabers look like that, they look more katana like than the ones we know. They look dope as hell. Is what they look like. So yeah. he had. So he made the dark saber. One of a kind. And it's one. It's one of a kind. And when he died, the Jedi kept it in the temple. When the Mandalorians stole it, the Death Guard, the Mandalorians, John, led by John Favreau. Death Guard. They stole it from the Jedi temple because it's their birthright, and ever since then the 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 leaders of Mandalore have had the dark saber. Um, it Gideon is not that. It, so. ended, up, it, it ended up in the hands of Darth Maul. Yeah, uh, who ran the Mandalorian Death the Death Squadron for a long right. time. And then uh, Sabine. And then and somehow Darth Maul lost it. So this one right. actually, why I'm getting this. Um, this is the third time we've now seen. This is the second time we've now seen the man the the the, the dark saber in the hands of. Uh, not in the hands of the person we last saw it in. Sabine, wasn't it mentioned in Solo that Beckett killed Sabine? No, Beckett, Beckett killed Ara Singh. So Ara Singh, thank Ara you. Ara Singh is a... Lots is of a, names. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So, when, so Darth Maul had it, <clears throat> somehow Darth Maul lost it on Dathomir, uh, Sabine found it, and the last time we saw it was in the leader of the Mandalorian people on, on Rebels. Sabine, Sabine did not have Sabine it. Sabine used it for a while on Rebels, and then she handed it over. Yeah, she handed, so, she handed it over. So now... Because she didn't stay with the Mandalorian people at the end. Yes. 
So now, Moff Gideon has the Darksaber. Now, I'm not as familiar... I know Clone Wars, but I'm not familiar with Rebels. Do you think... Sabine's a character who could show up in like a in a flashback explaining how this thing got lost. I think Sabine could show up in the show. Okay, yeah, I, I don't know like in timeline stuff like where Sabine's still alive okay. post Return of the Jedi. I still I still stand by what I said, which is that like if you can't translate the actress to live action, I feel like they shouldn't do it because mm. I think it's messed up to take that role away from the voice actress. I agree with that. Um, so if you can't translate her physically to be the role, just don't have her. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but uh, it's possible. Um, yeah, he says that Gideon was involved with the purge. The purge. purge. Yeah, he killed. Din had already handed over the dark saber before the purge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It I'm just confirming. I'm just confirming. So he probably got it there. Yeah, right. Whatever, whatever he did to the Mandalorian people, the purge of Mandalorian people. That's when he got the dark saber. Um, that's when that thing showed up, and I flipped my shit. Uh, yeah. Because here's the thing. So yeah, Marvel had this thing, this hashtag going around. It's all connected. Real, real quick, can you just remind me what what year did they say? What year exactly Rebels ends at? Rebels the, end. the end end. Rebels ends a few months before the Battle of Scarif. On Rogue One. Months before the Battle. Of yeah. No, 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 no. The far future. The oh, end oh, end. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, it's like a year after Return of the Jedi, I think. That's what I thought. So we're yeah. five years after right now. Yeah. So suppose I don't think Sabine will show up because supposedly Sabine. And Ahsoka mm-hmm. are off <coughs> doing other things. Yes. I don't see why they would cross over to this. Rebels I, I think sequel. She's, I think she's too far removed from Mandalorian stuff. Yeah. yeah. To to warrant like there'd have to be a really good reason to to bring her around. I mean, she she's a Mandalorian. Um, no, no, no. I know, but I yeah. mean, like she she stepped away from her people. Yeah. So long ago, before the war, and then stayed away even after the yeah, war. Yeah. She she stayed on the fall. Yeah. And the and the Empire never came back to the fall. Correct. Correct. for rebels. <laughs> the, Correct. Uh. What was I going to say? Dark Saber? Hashtag, it's all connected. Oh, yeah, so yeah. So so the whole thing that Marvel was trying to do was, was for the TV shows before Age of Ultron, uh, Age of the Shield had this whole hashtag, it's all connected. One of the things I've always wanted from Star Wars, and Star Wars, Star Wars did it with Rogue One, was seeing a character come from one medium to the next. Lies, deception! You see Saul Guerrero come from Clone Wars and go to Rogue One. I love that. And to Rebels. And to Rebels. I love that. I thought that was excellent. That and was, Jedi that was so oh, yeah, super Jedi cool. <laughs> but so far, he's the only one who's done that. Mm-hmm. So now we actually have Chopper. That Chopper Rogue One. Uh, sure, I'll accept it. All right. I mean, like you put, you made the effort to build an actual practical robot yeah. out of an animated droid to put him in the movie. That's effort. Like I acknowledge that that's effort. I know it's a small bit part, yeah. but he's present. Yeah, it's a thing. But this is this is a TV series directly referencing. An event yes. of an animated show. Yeah, it's yeah. It's that's awesome. No, it's really great. Uh, like, uh, by the same token, like Marvel doing that kind of thing with the TV shows, they would never just like try and include Hera's ship mm-hmm. specifically. Focus on showing it in a shot of the Force Awakens, like that movie did. They went, or sorry, Rogue One. Yeah, because they went out of their way to show that shit. They're like, we know people are watching the mm-hmm. anime show, we want them to feel like that's still connected yeah. and present and matters. And that, that they go out of their way to do that, and I'm glad that it's, I know it's been small steps, but they are steps that matter. It is nice. And this is a great big step. Yeah, I, I really like the idea that, that, you know, for the first time, really ever, a live-action TV show has acknowledged and, and, and directly referenced an animated show. It is all just one canon. That's cool. And that's, that type of synergy is awesome to me, and it got me super excited. And like, listen to our last, listen to our Red Skywalker review. I was pretty disappointed, kind of because I felt like the universe was closed off. Like mm-hmm. it uh, no longer had the possibilities of the Last mm-hmm. Jedi, and now had the closed off of the Rise of Skywalker. Watching the man, the end of the Mandalorian, I'm like, oh shit! I open world. Let's yeah. go. We yeah. can do whatever we want because now you acknowledge that it's all. It all matters. It's like a comic book it's a universe. It all matters. You're talking about like the synergy thing again. Like not to bring up like another property, but Fallen Order has like the Inquisitors from the yes. comics. From yeah. the comics. Well, so the Inquisitors started in Rebels, and they came to the comics. Oh, okay, I know that. Cool. They're... Okay, uh, but like it's all. It, it Star Wars is doing a much better job at weaving everything together, which is really cool. Yeah, and I, like I, I really like that. We trust. Yeah, trust. That's the whole thing. Is like I would be concerned about the Mandalorians feeling like a different interpretation than what's been done in Clone Wars and Rebels. But it's still the same dude behind it. The same dude with the hat, um, Kevin Feige. 
No. Yeah. <laughs> they both wear hats. Um, well, just no, a little it's, more it's, southern. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, uh, but Filoni's behind this. He he handles all the Mandalorian stuff that was happening before. Yeah. I trust that he is going to use the show to find a way to bridge, like, this is why these things are different. Yeah. This is how think, these things are related. Like, like, we are much bigger fans than the average audience, so we think about, like, the Mandalor stuff a lot more than the case of casual. Yeah. So, like, I'm sure... As the guy you said, like he's the Mandalorian guy. Like he wouldn't be doing this unless he had an idea. So I'm sure season two is going to explore all that shit. I yeah. like seeing the um, the Forger talk about the Jedi. Yeah. Oh, the armor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like huh? oh, they yeah, it's like the little baby that's not special powers. Like oh, they have a name oh, for that. that. That scene with the flame trooper where Baby Yoda does use the Force. I love that flame trooper. So cool. I love yeah. Baby Yoda. Yeah, love everyone loves Baby Yoda. I love uh, do the hand wave thing. Do the do the magic hands, and he goes. Oh. I like the uh, getting the signet. Yeah, you are yeah. a clan of two. Yeah, yeah. Rule of two. Mm. Not sick. Carl didn't show stuck around. I agree. I that that is probably That's one so of the, yeah. and Carl Weathers too. Honestly, um, that is probably one of the biggest things for me is that the the, the people behind the show feel still so wrongheaded in the idea that like I think it's fine. Me personally, I think it's fine if we don't see Pedro Pascal's face. I because, agree now because until you're going to make the decision for him to have gone like I don't need to follow this. This isn't a part of what I need to believe in in order to do this. Katunk, I and take it off. Then I don't need to see his face. It doesn't mean anything. Um, there's also, there's, I do think the droid moment is good, yeah. but I still am like, but it doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. He's gonna wear the helmet most of the time. I see him anyway. So if you're going to do that, that's fine. I think that's fine. Yeah. However, he has to be surrounded by people who aren't wearing helmets, yeah. so that they can engage with him. Because Cara Dune makes it so that he works. Yeah. Because all of the past two episodes, when she's with him, he works. He works as a functional main character because he's bouncing off of people who we can see reacting to him. And the voice acting is enough to get past that. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I, I wholeheartedly agree I, with uh, that. I, I, I think the action in this episode is really good. It's super interesting to me that like they're, they're, they're stuck in this place, right? And then they go and have a battle, and then they immediately just run back in in the exact same place they were ten minutes ago. And I'm like, that's a collection scene, but like it kind of was literally pointless. Yeah. It literally was pointless. Um, that being said, uh, the action was really good. Uh, I think IG-11 is super dope. Car, car I was about to call it Cara Delavine. <laughs> Valerian. Cara Dune's really cool. Uh, uh, she's a, a daughter of Alderaan. Yeah. She's from yeah. Alderaan. Yeah. She was just young enough. Immediately told me exactly why she hates Imperials. Yep. yep. I was like, I get it. Yeah. Uh, I, I heard, she hates also, Imperials. I love it when, um, Moff Gideon is just, like, saying, like, the whole thing, like, their entire, like, Oh, yeah, we, we get Din... Din Djarin. He Din knew Jarvan. everything about all of them, which yeah. is super spooky. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, yeah the daughter of Alderaan, the former rebellion, uh, rebellion shock trooper. Yeah, I know she's in there. Yeah. And she's like, I love, I, now, these kind of speeches happen with bad guys all the time. I'm like, oh, like, how do you know I can trust you? Oh, you just have to take my word on it. But he doesn't say that. No, no. He's a hard he's like, ass. He's like, he's like, listen, you, I paid you to do a job and you failed it. So I, you don't have to trust me. I don't like you. No, he says, like, he's like, how can I trust you? You can't. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. I will uh, kill you if I need what, to. What you can believe in is I'm going to serve my own self-interest. And yeah. I, I just want what I want right now. You serve that. I don't care. Yeah. Like, and, and, and if everything works out, maybe you'll be alive, but I'm even probably though, not. Even though um, Juan Carlos Exposito, did I say it right? John Carlo. John Carlo. John Carlo Exposito. Wow. What the... It's spelled G-I-A-N-C-A-R-L-O. John Carlo. Even though he was only in the show for an episode and ten minutes. Yeah. He was rad. Yeah. He was so he, rad. He I'm definitely so, has a presence. I'm really glad that he didn't die. He has the Darksaber because I want more of him. Yeah, you weren't a... gonna introduce him like that and then kill him. No. He he must be like. Well, I mean, they killed Werner Herzog. Yeah, he he must be. No, but that's my whole thing. Is like the way that they bring him in is by him killing Werner Herzog. Yeah. yeah. So you're not gonna have him come in like that and then kill him. And also, having his Tie Fighter actually land in a badass way. He's like, cool. the Tie Fighter's uh, cool. I do really, I really, I do really appreciate his Darth Vader inspired armor. Yeah. yeah. I do really appreciate that when he when he shows up, his Tie Fighter is like the most fearsome thing in the whole quadrant. And he, like, he is a true badass. Like, there's an entire battle happening and he's just walking and he just shoots a Mandalorian in the head. Yeah. Like, he has no fear. And he talks about, he, he talks about, like, the gun is like, you know, all these people, this gun mowed down tons of rebels. I killed your friends? I killed your friends? <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, that shock trooper in there, she knows how how many uh, people die at the hands of this weapon. So... I've never heard it called an E-Web before. Right. That's, that's an, I thought it was gonna be, like, a web, but it's just a yeah. machine gun. <laughs> it's just a machine yeah. gun. It's a heavy machine gun. Yeah. Or a heavy blast or whatever. But he's like, yeah, she knows how many rebels this machine, this type of weapon, 
has murdered. Just like the one so, we used in the Purge, man, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we used this back then, too, yeah. so... You really want to not come out? Do we get the full flashback in this episode? Yes, or yeah. Episode? This we get the full yeah. flashback yeah. episode. This, that looks awesome. I thought it was Boba Fett for a hot second. <laughs> and uh, then I realized more about Mandalorians, I appreciate that their their armor coloring is Clone Wars era. Yeah! yeah. 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 yeah me too. Yeah, they, they, they're they're all uniform. They're not as disparate as they are uh, today. Yeah, it, yeah. Lo- it looks like the uh, it looks like the Mandalorian armor that that uh, John Favreau's character was running. Right, exactly. It's it's, yeah. a, it's it's the uniforms they were wearing when they were fighting in the wars. The only thing that would have made that moment even better to like date it to, like an exact moment when uh, because Mandalorian we know it's after oh we wanted to be in with Mandalorian because they weren't in the war at that point they were trying to stay neutral. Mm-hmm. Right, but. Um, it would have been. It would have dated it so well if they had if they had Zabrak horns because oh. that's when Darth Maul took them over. Aye. They all had like Zabrak horns. That would have been cool. So uh, I'm gonna throw this out there because I think this is the idea that that they're going for. And regardless of like how much uh, I think there's a little bit of this idea in Rebels, um, but regardless of how much they might be playing into this, I think the rough uh, basis of this is that there's an amount of Mandalore that now believes in only pure blood. And there's an amount of Mandalore that believes in fat. Mandalorian Civil War. Yeah. Uh, you know, because uh, Sabine's family is very much about, like, your heritage. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge thing with them. That's the whole thing and with now, and now we're, the Mandalorian But, but now we're seeing, like, this whole pushing of the idea of the foundlings and, and just keeping the creed going because yeah. that's what really matters. And I think post-Purge, two sides of Mandalorians feel yeah, different. Yeah, I like this. Because, because so much of them have been wiped out. Some are like, we have to keep pure to what we've always been. It's like, no, we need to get need more to people recruit. to mm-hmm. to embrace our way of life. We need so to kidnap we can, kids. So our, our traditions, our, our heritage, can our culture can live on. Yeah. yeah. I, I really, so in, in Rebels, <clears throat> uh, for those of you who don't know, in Rebels, it's introduced the idea that the Mandalorian armor is actually inherited from family. You just remold it to fit you. It is all the same armor stays in your family. It's forever. an heirloom. Yeah, um, that's and, cool. And you just kind of remold it to fit you. And so, so having the forger is, with that new steel is kind of different with that. Um, the Mandalorians might, most of them might be gone, might be dead. Yeah, that yeah, kind of bummed me out a little bit. I was like, no, like the pure Mand- Mandalorian. The one that were the, oh, ones the ones that were, the ones that were fighting there, yeah. yeah. That kind of bought me out. Like, yeah, the Empire come and like most of them died. Some of them might have escaped. I stood here, so I'm, I'm like, I, like I, I like her action bit. I did yeah. like her action bit a lot. She melts she, a dude. Yeah, she throws she a, dude a dude into her fire. Cracks that helmet open. Oh, <laughs> yeah. she cracks two helmets, man. Yeah, that's great. Uh, good action scene. But it, it did bum me out for and a story reason. Dead. Like, I, it's fine that I, it's fine that it happened. It's bummed me. I'm like, oh, I don't want them all. I don't want Ham to die. Well, the I'm best part is, best part is, she's, she's not dead. Yeah. As far as we know, she's not dead. I I, I think she, you know, the, the line is there specifically to be like, if, if in season two we want to introduce them again, any of the ones that we introduced in this yeah. one, like Ham, uh, then he he's the one he's one of the ones that got off planet. Yeah, man, you're you bringing up like the like the the blood Mandalorians versus like the recruitment Mandalorians, like that actually seems like a huge plot point that will absolutely be talked about because that's like what this whole season was about is like him being like I was a family and blah 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 I'm like I'm a true Mandalorian what does that even mean anymore he talk, uh, he says that baby Yoda's a, a foundling mm-hmm. uh, which I which I appreciated father and son oh yep daddy lone, lone wolf and cub da- yep. yep yep dadalorian yeah um, yeah I like I like to call him a foundling and it kind of made, like thinking like so if that kid you know in fifty years when it's probably like one years old um, Yoda Mandalorian, <laughs> Yoda Mandalorian. <laughs> God, he's got a tiny helmet. Um, what, was was the helmet that he held up was a child's helmet? Was this what's so implied? Because it looked like a small helmet. Uh, that looked like a like a dead kid, know, man. I don't know what that was. Maybe he, she, he ditched the armor. Maybe that was a tiny helmet. Right away. Yeah, <laughs> my heritage. <laughs> yeah, I, I my my gut instinct is that that could be it. Um, that it's kind of a backlash knee jerk reaction to the so many of them being wiped out. Yeah. And they kind of split with two ideas of what it means to be Mandalorian. Yeah, I'm into that. Um, because because this is also the first time we ever really hear about foundlings. Yeah. That was not something we heard about up to this point. So I think that the idea of what Mandalorian could be was reinvented by who was left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I really he gets his jetpack. Yeah, yes, he, he does. does. That um, although yeah. although that being said, Din says that he was a foundling during the Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. So yeah. so that could even say that then this kind of ideology was happening. So. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to see. I think the Lava River is a really cool idea. And again, we talked about... The... <laughs> this is the Lava River. Thanks, Carl Weathers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have known. Yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, I can see it. But yeah, that's definitely the a river CG, of lava. The CG in this in this show continues to be awesome. Yeah. Yep. So the, do the practicals. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, oh, yeah, IG give, giving himself up. feels like up. Star Wars. Yeah. Buff 2D2. Buff 2D2 is cool, yeah. Um, um, the Flame Trooper. Flame Trooper is yeah. the coolest design ever. It doesn't look anything like the Flame Troopers of old. No, no. the Flame Troopers in Battlefront 2. <laughs> he's like, I'm here he's to got like, He's got like, it almost looks like a skull I design. Really, I really like the idea that, because obviously... No Empire, so they're just going rogue. Yep. But I really like the idea that, that that it wasn't a flame trooper, it was just a stormtrooper that was just like, mine now. Thank you! <laughs> I'm gonna take this flamethrower, cause... Just paints his own armor, he's like, uh, this is mine. Death troopers <laughs> continue to be awesome, and yeah. they, they, they kick Mando's ass a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to see, again, like, this whole show, he hasn't been, like, I'm the toughest guy on the planet. Like, he gets his ass kicked. No, he gets I'm hit. also, I'm also he really glad... <laughs> I'm also really glad that the, uh, the death troopers... Uh, continue to play a role in the story. Yeah. Because in Jedi Fallen Order, it's the Purge Troopers and not the Death, Troop- mm-hmm. Death Troopers. We haven't seen them since Rogue One. So I'm excited that they're... They're, they're a cool-ass design. Yeah. They're cool in Battlefront 2? And I really want... I'm glad we're seeing more of them. Yeah, the second we saw Death Troopers, well, my girlfriend and I were like, oh, shit, oh. And then, hey, we can't see them in the original trilogy, so... No, yeah. we can't. Because here they are. Oh. Well, George Lucas goes back and digitally adds them. Oh, no, no, George, why? So, there's a lot of moments that I, I think just watching this and then thinking back on the season that made me feel like there's a lot of video game feel to it. Yeah. Just with the way that, especially uh, in, this, in this episode, yeah, very yeah. much like talking to the Forager feels like something ripped out of a video game. Yeah. Because, like, they're on the run from the troopers, but hold on, let's take a ten-minute pause to do exposition and get you set up with your gear. <laughs> and I'm like, this is... Are you guys ready for the final boss against Gideon? I'm not entirely convinced that some of this didn't come from video game ideas already. Yeah. Oh, okay, um, here's that signet that you've been trying to get this whole time. Here you go. Oh, he, uh, yeah, he, yeah. he didn't try to get it. He was like, plus, it plus two to your battle. valor. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, plus, two, plus two to uh, valor, plus two to the armor defense. Uh, yeah. Um, that being said, I still thought this was a really good episode. It yeah. Was. When he, uh, it, I really liked IG-11 in this. I'm sad that he was killed, too. Yeah. Uh, but I, I at least really like it. I kind of wish we'd... Lost either Queel or IG Eleven, not both. Same. Yeah. Same. Um, Again, it just goes back to I wanted a team. I want a team. Yeah. And honestly, I, I think yeah. IG Eleven is the more poignant because it, it. It. However, I will say that it felt a little fast. Just because IG Eleven stuck around and helped save his life, and, and he he's already once. sad, and he's like, "No, we need you to stick around." I'm yeah. like, ah, we could have done this at a later point in the timeline with IG Eleven, but yeah. it is a good moment. It's a cool, good moment. And again, it would have been awesome because we see this episode, Kara is like, oh, I don't do babies. If she were part of the team and she slowly got to realize she actually likes the baby. Right. That'd be cool. That'd be a Even cool character. Even though the baby force choked Even though the baby force choked her. Also, fun fact, um, uh, what's the actress's name? I already forgot. Actress's uh, name. Oh, uh, uh, I got it. She, she was in Halo. Gina, Gina Carano. Oh. She actually passed out filming that scene because she had to pretend choking so hard that she actually passed out. Oh. <laughs> like, she's dedicated to her craft. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, that, uh... <laughs> How old is Baby Yoda? 50. No, I know, but, but like, equivalency. One. Because, one. Well, so he can't talk. He seems about one and a half. He can't talk, but he is clearly he cognizant of the fact that he can use the Force. Yes. He knows that he can use the Force. Obviously, the more powerful ones take it out of him. So I would I would propose that there's a possibility that he he's capable of speech, but he d- hasn't done it because for 50 years he hasn't had anyone to talk to mm-hmm. or heard speech. This could be like, if you guys watch Futurama, a nib- Nibbler situation. Nibbler. Uh, where Nibbler is a cat-dog alien thing, and it turns out he's really sophisticated and really smart. However, I propose, because they, they, have, they have put it as, like, because he's 50 and still a toddler, at mm-hmm. least, uh, I propose, until the series is over, I never want to hear that cute little shit talk. Yeah, I don't expect him to talk. Because... What, what's the voice going to sound like? How, what voice is cuter than just Mando. him cooing? Mando. Nothing is cuter than just him going like, I want this. I do. So the idea that... Hey, baby. <laughs> the, armorer, the armorer basically gives him this quest. Of like, oh, you need to find his species. You need to find his home. Well, it, well, specific, well, the Mandalorian thinks he's looking... Well, the Forger says that he belongs to the Jedi. Mm-hmm. That's his species. The Mandalorian is probably think he needs to find what his species yeah what his species are well because yeah because he uses the force and she's like oh the only people that i know use the force are jedi like and, but and yeah. you know what there's a jedi i feel, I feel like that was kind of reverse the way you said it oh, it seemed then. to me like the forager was saying you need to find a species and he's like so i have to take him to the jedi jedi to the yeah. sorcerers yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. they're yeah. gonna make him one of them and she's like no no find his species you, you can, yeah you can make him like you yeah just find his home yeah. where his people yeah. are. find his planet if there are any from. because we don't know i like that they call them old sorcerers like yeah. enough time has passed where it's like the like, oh, the myth so stuff is, is building like it's, the legend really... the legend of luke skywalker being a jedi hasn't reached him yet 
they're still kind of eh about it. My my implic- my instinct is that there aren't any of Yoda's species left. Yeah. That they're quite rare. I Otherwise, I don't think the Imperials would be so obsessed with this yeah. child. I don't and think he's going to find it. If it were common. Unless. Because New Canon is obsessed with... I don't want a baby Yoda world. The, the, the New, Canon, New Canon is obsessed with the unknown regions. What if his planet is in the unknown regions? I just don't think that's... I don't think that's something Star Wars needs, is a planet of Yoda's. I think him being like a mystery... There's a planet of Wookiees. That's there's not planet the same. Of, uh, that's not the same. There's planets of everything. Yeah, yeah, but the point being that like they kind of established that every one of Yoda's species is is almost more in tune with the Force by nature mm-hmm. than any other species we've seen. Then that gives me a lot yeah, of questions about Yoda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just not like answers that I would need to answer. I don't, yeah, I don't but, need But them. like things that like if 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 Yoda is one of the few left of his species, like what were his hist- what were the species history? Were they were they some of the earlier Jedi? Like it does open up a lot of interesting storytelling possibilities mm-hmm. that I'd be interested in exploring. I'm not saying I want the Mandalorian to answer. Do you know what I think? It, do you know what I think would be really interesting is if Yoda's species like is mostly gone at this point, but but Yoda was someone who tried to, uh, to take an active hand in in uh, uh, pushing the light side of the Force to a greater level, mm-hmm. whereas the rest of his species is far more passive and neutral with the Force. Mm. And they're much more like you don't interfere with the balance, you don't mess with it, and Yoda's like, no, I can shape the Jedi yeah. Order. Yeah, yeah. And he was wrong. And he was wrong. That's yeah, the whole yeah. point. He failed. Um, um, like failed he was I wrong that whole time, and he he resisted that natural it's uh, too, relationship. It's too bad that Mando doesn't know about Luke, because it would be interesting if he could be like. Yet. Oh, there's a Jedi out there already. I'll just drop this thing off with yep. him and right. we'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even need to see Luke, but it would be interesting to be like, okay, well, there's a there's a Jedi. Remember that season of Angel? Remember that season of Angel <laughs> when they're going to look for Buffy, but they keep finding Buffy's decoys? Oh my god. It's yeah. like that. Jesus. But with Luke. That was so stupid. They keep finding Luke's decoy. That was the last season, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do like that the That puppet idea. episode, though. Yeah, that puppet episode was good. So, the idea, or not the idea, but like the, we're now at a point where the Mando has baby Yoda. He's like, all right, let's go, let's go find your peeps or whatever. And he, and he gives get, him the ball. He gives him the ball and he goes into space. So this gives us the, um, uh, bounty hunters will be always after him so we can always get cool cameos, cool anything. Like, hey, I hear you got this baby Yoda or whatever. Um, so that, they're always, yeah. season two, I bet there's going to be funds of like little action, like John Wick moments almost. We're like, I'm here to get you. I'm, I'm Bill Hader. I'll, like I'll be honest. If the show wait, does wait. end with, sorry, uh, if the show does end with him finding Yoda's planet and there are at least a couple of his species around, I'm not opposed to that. I just I, hope it's done well. I just, yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. We've never explored Yoda's species. Yeah. And, and, and it's not necessarily something that George didn't have an intention of doing. It was yeah. just something that George never did. So to have someone... Ex- the reason why Baby Yoda's in the show, John Favreau said, is because they've never explored their species. Yeah. Exploring their species does have something to do with their home planet. Yeah. Now, perhaps the home planet is ravaged mm-hmm. and no, nobody's there. But if there are some there, and, he, and that's how the series ends, is he leaves Baby Yoda with... His species, I'm not opposed to how that this is that ending. Yeah, yeah. Again, it's just like he's only going to be seventy by the time Force Awakens comes out. What is that? Five? He's five? Yeah, yeah. for, for it's real. It's not yeah. like he's going to do anything. It's just like for like me, the, the the mystery of hit. Like, I can't think of any answer that's better than what. You know, it's like the mystery thing. Like, it's better not to know the origin. And like, of course, if they do it well, that's that's cool. But like, I'm just but I'm just imagining a planet of Yodas, and I'm like. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just seems weird. I'm, to I'm me. picturing I'm picturing something much like when we were in the midst of Clone Wars, and there's the um, forgive me, but what's their names? Um, Which ones? The the ones who are like the God and the Devil and the oh the Mortis. Yes, the Mortis. The, I'm picturing the, the something that's more like more like a planet for the Mortis, but it's all that's about like species. But but like that was very much about the balance of light and dark, and Yoda's planet would be similar, but it would be all about just um living in in tandem with the force mm-hmm. living in in just uh moment to moment peace with the force yeah you guys remember the again like if you base the idea that not all of yoda's species is like yoda as far as their ideology then it's interesting because yoda diverted away from something just like the yeah. mandalorian would have to divert away from his own if that is what we're hinting at uh for his story down the road but um but if i agree with you like i don't want a planet of yoda but if we have his species, and his species is far more passive with the Force, I think that is interesting. Uh, do you guys remember the E.T. ride at Universal Studios? Yeah, yeah. he said my name. Well, like that. 
I guess we're not. You should not sell me. I think if they're more passive, it implies this kind of uh, this this idea of like, oh, their species probably could be some of the most powerful force users ever. Yeah, obviously, and it's like, yeah, but it's the choice not. To. I mean, that's a, that's also assuming that it's just not it, it, that all their species are powerful the force, which we I are think, assuming at this point. I think I, I think we have to because yeah. there's only been three and they've all been force users yeah. and they imply not only that Baby Yoda is in tune with the force but that he's very powerful. Mm-hmm. I think that there has to be some amount and he's young, there has to be some amount of natural talent. Like he's more powerful than Anakin was yeah. at his age. Oh, like, yeah. like he's there has to be some kind of deep uh, genetic connection that they have with yeah. the force just by the nature of their species and it could be where where just like a evolutionary thing of where they've grown up or something but um i think it has to be something that's defining part of them but sure. it doesn't mean that they all have to feel like they need to play a role in relation to the force yeah i guess what i'm feeling is this seems like again i don't think i necessarily have a which, which would also explain why their planet would be so far out yeah. and away and why they don't get involved is because they're like everything out there wants us to be involved yeah, and we know that we need to just maintain peace yeah. with the force. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, I had it. Right. Um, I, I, I'm not necessarily against the idea of, of Yoda planet. It's just that seems like one of those ideas. Like Mandalorian to me seems like a like it's not more mature, but it's like it's a it's a it's like a western. It's like it's like a, a like a spaghetti western type of thing, and that seems like more like rebels resistance stuff. This, this, I want, I want the Mandalorian to be what it is, like, a little more focused on the Mando and his, like, this, that seems to be opening, like, a huge world, my, but I don't necessarily want My counter to that is they wouldn't have introduced, then they shouldn't have introduced Baby Yoda. Yeah. Because the reason why they introduced that species is to add more into that species. There are hundreds of more species in the galaxy that you yeah. could have introduced. A Baby Yoda, Rodian would have been, would have been cute. A Baby Gungan, hell. Like, like, a Baby Twi'lek. Like you could have done a baby anything. But yeah. You chose baby Yoda. Because powerful in the force. Because they're because they could be powerful in the force. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know very little. We know very little. Yeah. And so to dive into them creates more story possibilities. And, and I don't think it's true. a problem. I, I get what you're saying, but I don't think it's a problem if, like, as Rand's saying, it's the end of the show. Him getting to that place. Oh yeah, I don't think. You know, like it's not something that we're exploring. Season two, episode one. Hi. No, no, no. <laughs> like, I, like you know, every few episodes, oh, he goes back and checks in. Like, I don't want that either. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to spend a lot of time there. But um, I think us ultimately seeing that planet is is probably a good idea. And the planet has to be lost because the Jedi Order clearly didn't know about Nobody it. Nobody knows right. about it. Like, Nobody knows about Yoda it. Yoda never and talks about it. The, like the Imperials don't know about it. Palpatine wouldn't know about yeah. it. Yeah. That's that's got to be really well hidden. What if it's Exegol? It's not Exegol. <laughs> no. It's the other side of Exegol. Oh my god. Um, no. It's just a giant uh, green. We, we jumped to talking about all that. I wanted to talk about um, the the sequence where. He puts on the jetpack and he fights uh, the TIE fighter. That's, That's a cool sequence. It is a dope sequence. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I like, I like he does his hook and I really, I really like that he's like, okay. And I like I'm, that he's not always, again, like one of my favorite things is he's not always great. Yeah. yeah. I really like that he's just like, okay, I'm not ready with the jetpack. All I need to go is up. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I'm okay if I just go up. And so I really, I really appreciate that. However, uh, he's going to have to get rid of that damn cake because that thing will light on fire. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That got away with it. I mean, and look where he ended up in the Starlack pit. Oh, it's a shorter one. Oh, he, he's like, like a shoulder cape. Yeah. yeah, all right. But he's got a really long plenty, cape. Plenty of Mandalorians have had capes and flown. He's got a really long cape. He does. But it was fine because I like he just the cape pushed it to the, the side. The Incredibles, y'all. I like the cape design. I, I, I was actually kind of okay with him not having a jetpack, personally. Yeah, yeah I, it was... Does he not... That's, that's his. He owns it, owns it, right? Yeah, okay. it is. Yeah. I wonder how often they're going to use it. Probably quite a bit now. I wonder if they're gonna break it immediately, so I have to use it. No, I'm just looking forward to next uh, season because my whole thing next season is that Gideon is after the Mandalorian because Gideon lost the child. And Cara Dune shows him and is like, "Sorry, I left." I yeah. I really hope that they realize that they need to keep some amount of a consistent cast around him. He and needs Cara to talk Dune, to people. Cara Dune's great. Like I really like her. Just yeah. keep her around. Yeah. yeah. Stop fighting it. And honestly, Carl Weathers too, but I understand that you want to leave him on the planet, so he's the guy running jobs. Yeah. But, like, I could happily have both of them on the ship, or IG-11 on the ship. Yeah. Nine, We're so. going to probably get introduced to a bunch of new characters next season, I assume. Probably. I just, I, that's fine, but, like, 
This is um this is very much like a uh, a supernatural kind of problem where that show really wears out its welcome the more seasons you get into it because it only has a main cast of two mm-hmm. and it's like even though you can see their faces yeah uh you 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 dried up everything at about season five which is why the best seasons are seasons one through five and then once you get past that it's like we start repeating story beats because it's just these two guys and there's no other cast members and it's like no we need some other people in here yeah yeah consistently yeah. and regularly we need some other people keeping keeping this going. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so everything that we have from from this first season going into next season, <laughs> I I am very excited because I think John Carlos Esposito is a awesome talent, and he is super menacing. We got that dark saber, so like, there's gonna be some Mandalorian passion of like how he got that. Uh, more Baby Yoda stuff, probably a lot more bounty hunter stuff to come kill Baby Yoda. Uh, I think the future is bright. I think he's good with the bounty so... hunters. No, I'm, I'm. Oh, you're right. The guild. Yeah. Oh, then he's not gonna fight anybody. Dang it. Probably more. It's more. Empire, it's the empire still. The on. empire will hire yeah. bounty hunters. Yeah. There you go. Imperials are gonna be like, Imps. yo, get this yeah. guy. Where get is me Dengar. He's um, So I'm convinced it's Boba Fett on Tatooine. Oh, so, oh yeah. The the that the ching ching. I was I was pretty sure before, but now that it's something that they showed and teased, but didn't pay off before the season was over, I'm like. Well, then that's Boba Fett. Yeah. Nobody else is important enough to leave hanging until next season. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's Boba Fett. Also makes sense. It's the sound. It's on Tatooine. It's it's Boba Fett. Yeah. It, I just hope they do something cool with it. I do, too. Case. God, it, ha- it has to be Tamura Morrison, right? If they bring Boba Fett in, it has to be the original clone trooper, the guy from yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Clones. Uh-huh. That, and he's going to be old, and that'd be awesome. That'd be so cool. I will kill if that happens. And I don't want Boba Fett back, but if it does... Make it like that. If you make, make it, it like if you make it that actor, like I'd love to see that. Yeah, me too. If, if, if you make it Aquaman's dad, I'm into it. <laughs> if, you, if you do this, if you bring him, and I would love to show. also if you're gonna have him on the show, I would love to see him. You might have been about to say this. I would love to see him as some of the stormtroopers, specifically the death troopers, to confirm the idea that they are clones. Yeah. Oh man, still held. That over. would. Oh my god, if they did like Clone Wars stuff. Oh my god, I would go Ooh. crazy. That's the stuff I want. That'd yeah. be. Oh, that'd be so. That'd be so dope. Yeah. Maybe I like Boba well, Fett now. Had, the, the, uh, if they had the, if they introduced uh, Boba Fett into the show, I would be interested to see how. Um, I lost it. Where that's how? What happened? Sorry, we were talking about Sarlacc yeah, playing him. Yeah, which it should be. It, it should be him because he's great. Uh, I really like your idea about the Death Troopers. Sure, confirming the clone, the clone trooper thing. Uh, it's one of the better I, shots. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. It's gone. Come back to the end. Four yeah. o'clock in the morning. If they were going to introduce Boba Fett, mm-hmm. Sarlacc Pit. Gone. Gone, baby, gone. Just like IG-88. Sorry, IG-11. I'm a droid. I just just don't see what else it could be at this point. I'm like, why would you show that and not pay it off? Oh, I remember. It it would explain, if you introduce introduce Mm -hmm. Boba Fett into this, it would explain why Boba Fett has been missing from New Canon. It was always kind of like, this unspoken thing, like, yeah, he probably, like, in old canon in the Legends universe, he did make it out of the Sarlacc pit, so... There is a reference in one of the new books. Yeah. They, they don't say Boba Fett's name, but they say they found uh, they found armor near the Sarlacc pit, and it's yeah. super just like, here's one. Yeah. Hope you're happy. So it, it, would, it would explain, kind of, why new canon has been like, well, let's wait for Boba Fett until we get the story, and perhaps John Favreau was like, I got the story. And I do feel like if you were to bring back Boba Fett, having it be tied to like him, his relationship to Mandalorian culture is the most interesting thing you could do at this point with the as character. Because everything else would not. just be him being Boba Fett. Right, but I mean, like as far as we <laughs> he know... He would just be an adversary, I guess. As yeah. far as we know, Boba Fett has no real connection to Mandalore. But that's the thing, is like this is the best opportunity to explore what his relationship is, if it exists. What's his character? Because he's obviously any? had some kind of run-in with Mandalorians at some point. Yeah. He's been recognized for the armor, and there's some kind of relationship, and and like back and forth. Jango, Jango so, before him. So we want to know, if we wanted to explore that and actually get Boba Fett a character, this is probably the place to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'd be really interested to see if they ever do explain uh, why Django and, and by extension Boba were not actually Mandalorians, but why they had the armor. I wonder if that would be an establishment of the early idea of like maybe Django was a foundling. Well, maybe. And and Pure Bloods really didn't like him, and yeah. like he didn't he didn't uphold. I know that there's already like background history that that is canon that is like you know about that Django just didn't even follow the creed, like he didn't give two craps about the the way that they wanted to be. You know, he wasn't trying to follow it, and so that was part of the problem. But, like, he could have been a whole inspiration for why Pure Bloods thought the Foundling program was bad. Mm, yeah. 
Hold on, Django is not a. Okay, this is yeah. all me just a, no, a yeah. building idea. Django, Django, Django Fett is not yeah. born a Mandalorian. Right. Okay. So he would, in theory, be a foundling. And he could be one that or proved... stole their armor. That too, but I, I feel like it's far more interesting if he is a foundling. Yeah. Man, if, if the Mando, if the Mandalorian is like a secret backdoor pilot to making Boba Fett cool, I'm not opposed to that, actually. Yeah. I'm not opposed, because like, in design, Boba Fett's cool, and now we have the Mandalorian because of Boba Fett. He's the and original that, idea. And, as, and as, I said, as I said last time, uh, Boba Fett, in canon, uh, nothing, nothing has made him cool in canon. Yeah. He's like, shown up in Star Wars comics, and that's cool. Of legends, tons of Legends Tons of Legends it, material. But yeah. nothing in canon. Have you guys heard that theory about the Legends material? About its relationship to new canon? No. It's a parallel universe? No, no, no. That um, all Legends material is Legends in the Star oh, Wars Oh, it's universe. stories in Star Wars. Exactly. And so, like, that's why they called it Legends, is because, like, some of it... There can be some truth in it, in it, and that's I love how they work it back into the stories. But some of it is just like hearsay around the universe about like what yeah. happened, and so like everything that Luke did with Mara Jade is it's, like just it's a Logan, story. It's X Men comics told. in Logan. Yeah, yeah, like some of these are true, some of them are not. Exactly, mm. exactly. I like that, I like idea. which I think is really cool because you can kind of have your cake and eat it too, and say like you know in some parts of the universe because like. Just, you know, Din, Thrawn, Thrawn's Din, all of Din, yeah. Din doesn't even know what Jedi are. So, like, you know, there are definitely parts of the universe where you can just be like, oh, yeah, I've heard this story about this guy, Obi-Wan it. Kenobi, and what he did on Tatooine this one time. You can, ha- you can have it be like, uh, Mara Jade is a made-up character for in the Legends, or you could have it be like, Mara Jade really existed, but she didn't marry Luke. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They might have had a flame, yeah. but they're not together. Right. Yeah. And there's all this, like... BS. That is such an awesome idea. Around that idea. Right, I think that's... Because it validates that's... everything that ever happened, like, in, in a way. Yeah. yeah, because when you're enjoying those stories, you can be like, it's all true from a certain point of view. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Or the, the Thrawn trilogy could just be like, someone was like, I remember there was, the, there was this dude in the Empire who disappeared before the Battle of Scarif, but what if he stuck around? Oh, right. <laughs> I, I didn't mention this or on... Or did he uh, reappear later? Yeah. Mm. I didn't mention this on, on our previous podcast, but one of the comics I also read was, was the, the, the Thrawn comic book that Jody Hazard wrote. Oh, nice. Uh, Thrawn's dope. Thrawn, Thrawn is really cool, and he's super smart and badass. And I'm like, God, I want him to show really up. really want you to watch Rebels. Watch Rebels. Oh, I have to watch... Is it on Disney Plus? Of course yes, it is. It is. All right. Like, Thrawn, season, so season one is the only season of that that's hard to get. Do I have to watch once, it? Yeah. All right. You have to understand the character relationships. But There's like, good stuff in season you one. Get through, there is good stuff. It's just, it is the only one that takes a little time to build its momentum. Remember, it has once, the Filoni thing. First season, yeah. <coughs> everything else, yeah. yeah. That's, that's just true of the Filoni shows. Yeah. But like, it, that's even, I'd argue, true on some level of oh, Mandalorian. Same here. But, yeah. um... It, once you're through that, it's all gold, baby. Oh, yeah. Like, it's all gold. I would gold love to watch a Star Wars show I haven't seen, so yeah, okay. All I'm right. probably going to start watching Rebels soon. Yeah. I, I should watch Rebels. I kind of want to watch Rebels now. Well, the thing is, because Danny's watching Clone Wars, mm. so if I can watch Rebels, then she can get on Rebels, I can get on Clone Wars. We can switch. Yeah. Hey, guys, Star Wars is pretty cool. It is. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. I think an overall good season, Um, uh, after after I talked about not wanting uh, to see Mando's face, the further we got along to the season, as long as he has people to bounce off of, I don't need to see his face. <clears throat> and the fact that I did see his face now, I'm like, oh, definitely uh, uh, it, 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 Pedro Pascal is not acting in this show. He's in it for five seconds. Yeah. And that makes me worried for the second season. I'm like, oh, they sh- I hope they don't do that again. Just keep it on or take it off. Mm-hmm. Like, I but I think because of the story they're telling, he has to keep it on yeah. for a while. No, I, I, so I'm like, yeah. just embrace that. And yeah. I think it's fine. Yeah. Put people around him to, to make the That's all I want to. Because yeah. because he works. Like, would you agree? Like, yeah. he works throughout these episodes when he was interacting with Kara and Carl Weathers. Like, mm-hmm. he works as long as he's playing with other people. Kara yeah. and He Carl. just can't be only playing with the puppet. Yes. <laughs> yes it no. doesn't work. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I counted it off on my hand, and I like. Uh, I definitely really, really like over half of the episodes. No, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. There's, only there's a, couple, a few where I'm like, mm. there's only a couple that are like, yeah, okay. I could, I could probably, in hindsight, almost entirely lose the prisonership episode. Me too. And that's such a sad thing because I like uh, that's the episode that cool, should be the dopest. Cool in concept, yeah. Not an execution. Like again, like having Bill Burr show up in your Star Wars show is like so cool, and they like they waste them. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, that's a shame. Yeah, but overall, I like the season. Like this season should have been nine episodes, and the prisoner Holt thing should have been two. Yeah, should have taken two episodes to really flesh out that stuff. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. And then I and then I think that the only really really weak one would be uh, uh, episode four. Is that the one with the ATSD? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the village with the boom yeah. mic. I would say that's the only really really weak episode. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. Car. At least we got Car dude in that one though. She's we cool. did. Yeah. We did. 
And a cool looking ATST. Ats, ats. Especially when it's coming out of the woods. That is yeah. still terrifying. Yeah. Ended on an excellent note, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. I, you, you got me wanting to come back for more. So. Yeah, definitely. Like that, that Darksaber as a super interesting wrinkle um, that I did not expect at I mean, all. I expected him to come out of the ship. I didn't yeah. expect him to cut his way out with the Darksaber. I thought it was like, just been like a thing. Oh, boy. Yeah. And it That's looks awesome. Deal. It looks so cool, man. Right I, I, uh, public, I cannot understand how happy I was when they said that Cara Dune was the daughter of Alderaan. Yeah. Oh. I was like, man, way to just, like, here's the, y- you might have wondered, what's her deal? Why is Imperial the thing that got her to jump right up and do this? Boom. Alderaan. Yeah. And it's like, dang, I got it. I yeah. get it. It's right there. So Galaxy's <laughs> Edge has uh, lightsabers. Um, you, you, buy, you can buy the lightsabers, uh, recreations of famous characters. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically characters... Up to the events of the Last Jedi, so unfortunately we will not be seeing Rey's lightsaber. Oh, the which is uh, a bummer. Um, give it a year. However, however, you will be seeing Le- Leia's. Yes, and, Leia's and Ben's. Leia's ben and Solo. Ben's are being added. How is it? Leia's blue? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So is Ben's. Well, you can make it whatever color you want. The handle is being added. Oh, okay, I, I only saw that. Like I didn't. I don't remember what it looks like. Right so much. if he really liked Leia's handle, for example, but he wanted his green lightsaber, he could get it. Mm. So you're saying um, I can do a Jedi Fallen Order on it? You can, yeah. You can, you can obviously make your own. However, if they introduce the dark saber into that oh. park, give me all the sabers. Oh my god, that'd be a mistake. That, <laughs> they'd make too much money. You introduce the dark saber. Now I would like to buy all the sabers, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, so we have Ben Solo's, we have Leia, we have Leia Organa's, and uh, who's, what's the dark saber? Brandon just pops out like, hi, yes, I'd like to buy all now, your sabers, please. Now, I don't remember... Uh, is it a regular katana that you ignite around, or is it like a lightsaber that shoots up? It's a lightsaber that shoots it's up. Lightsaber okay. that shoots okay. up. It, is, it looks like a katana. Functions it like is, a lightsaber. Okay. It is a lightsaber. Cool. It, the blade is is still is still made of light. Yeah. It's just dark light. Okay. Uh, the so the handle is the is it's a different type of handle than we've seen. Now I would imagine that perhaps designing it would create some issues for like people like Galaxy's Edge because it is a thin blade and not a round one. Yeah. And creating that light effect. Creating that light yeah. effect, yeah. And, but when they do it, it's going to be cool. When they do it's it, it's got to be black on the inside with a white outline and then glow black light. Yeah. yeah. That's hard. It's going to be $50 yeah. extra and everyone will pay for it. I, I pay for it. I, I, I want it so bad. Yeah. You know what? Galaxy's Edge, don't even worry about the blade. Just give me the handle. Just give me the handle. Huh. Yeah, I can Photoshop it. Yeah. I'm done. All right. Good job, Mandalorian. Any other thoughts? I'm proud of you. I'm excited for second season. Yeah. Excited for all. It's already done shooting, so. Oh, it hasn't even started shooting. It definitely has. Has it started shooting? A hundred percent. Yeah. It's been shooting. I've like, heard it's been shooting since last year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. We saw behind the scenes stuff already. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. I'm not lying. I'm not That's why it's coming yeah. out. Fall 2020. Okay. Hell um. Man. Hopefully, the Cassie Nandor series and the Obi Wan series. Oh. Which one's first? Uh, I think Cassie and Andor. So, so supposedly, Obi-Wan. so supposedly it was supposed to be Cassie because it was announced first. But I think they're closer to production on Obi Wan than the Cassie one. It looks like uh, they're okay. like fast tracking it almost. Probably because everyone wanted Obi Wan anyway. I'm just saying, if you look at the Golden Globes, they're trying to work around Ewan McGregor's schedule too. Yeah, yeah. he has Obi Wan here, uh, at least from one of the earlier episodes. So yeah, got a mullet. <laughs> give, me, <laughs> give me my Mace Windu story. That's all I want. Oh my God! With his uh, one hand, yes. Dope. I mean, but that'll do her. Have you have you guys seen the the meme page that uh, takes Ray and it shows a transparent image of all the Jedi with their lines uh, talking from the Rise of Skywalker? And if you scroll all the way oh. down, you got Qui Gon Jinn, Anakin Skywalker, and all them. And if you get to the bottom, yeah. it's Sam Jackson. It's like kill that mother effer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like rise, mother Because they're all like, oh, that's the one you saw. Yeah. No, I saw kill that mother. Oh, <laughs> I need to see that one. I, like, I liked it a lot because it's it's all of the exact lines with all the characters. It's even Luminara. Every single Jedi and it gets me to the bottom. Kill that mother! Kill that mother! <laughs> and I'm like, he so would. <laughs> He'd be so bitter. Oh you know, his force goes to be like, yes, you deserve to die and I hope you burn in hell! If Mace Windu, who's pretty, who's a very subdued Sam Jackson, yeah. if he turns just into Sam Jackson... <laughs> And, and he's just old and one arm like, man, this shit sucks. <laughs> I I will 100% accept it. Uh, please, Disney, do it. Sam will do it. You know he will. Oh my god, what if he just retreated, re- retreated to Yoda's plant, home planet? Oh. That's where he is. He's finding pure balance with the force. He's hanging out in Yoda's tree, but it's too big, so he's just like this. <laughs> no, 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 not Dagobah. To, uh, to Yoda's, oh, Yoda's species home world. Home world. And he's just in pure passive nature with the force. Now I now I'll accept Baby Yoda. 
All he's right. A, he, he's a he's a person who can walk between the light and the dark of the force. So he is the balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Ex- ah, Star Wars is cool, guys. All right, let's call Star it Wars there. is great. Listen, uh, I will now take a baby Yoda planet if Sam Jackson's hanging out there. <laughs> that's my that's my acceptance. Uh, I'll just take Sam Jackson anywhere in Star Wars now. Yeah. Um, all right, we'll call it there. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. This is the end of our Fake Nerds Watch Mandalorian. Um, at the moment, we only have one Fake Nerds Watch store show still on our docket. It's been on our docket for a while. It's Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. It's yeah. going to happen. Pick that back up. We got time. We're not going to touch anything else until we get it done. Nope. <laughs> no other show is ever going to come out until we're done. No. Nope. Not, not for Fake Nerds Watch. TV's canceled? No, I'm just canceling TV. Yeah. You're, you're a person yeah. canceling TV. Well, Crisis. What, you think we were going to talk about The Witcher? Nope. Crisis special? Nope. <laughs> Crisis special is, is exempt. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll be back for Crisis in a, about a week or so. Um, yeah, but I'm saying from when this actually drops on YouTube. One week. Which, and with my track record, it'll be in two Two months. days! <laughs> um, <laughs> two months ago, we did Crisis. Yeah, uh, so at this point, you should be able to check out our downright nerdy Star Wars retrospective special if you enjoy talking about Crossover. Star Wars. That's three and a half hours of us and Michael Carls and Riley Sloan from the Downright Nerdy Podcast just talking about everything movie-wise from Star Wars up to Rise of Skywalker. Lots of Star Wars. It's a whole lot of stuff. We also have our Rise of Skywalker review, which does not have... Uh, Carl's and Ryan Sloan, but does have our good friend Jeremy Bellucci on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and all that is up, and you can check it out wherever you listen to podcasts, or you can check it out here on YouTube, and you can check out all our other Fake Nerds Watch shows, like Watchmen from HBO, and um, Dark Crystal, because we're going to pick that one yeah, up. For six months ago. And Basement Arcade is still coming out. We've got, got another episode yeah. of uh, Sonic Crisis. coming out soon. And yeah. we have our Crisis Fake yeah, Nerds yeah. Watch yeah. episode, if you're interested in that stuff. So, all that, check it out. And I'm going to say Mortal Kombat, maybe. <clears throat> Saying it. Deal with it. Okay. Mortal you Kombat. You heard it here first. Mortal Kombat, maybe, on Fake Nerds Watch. Okay. Um, and so, <laughs> we will uh, call it there. Uh, Brandon, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. Awesome. Ben? Oh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at BenMagnet27. And right, you can find me at DJ Tony Snark everywhere. Awesome, and I'm Sparks Witty. You can find me doing whatever I do at Sparks Witty on Instagram and Twitter. S P A R K Z Witty. Uh, that'll do it. Until next time, stay fitner. This is the way. way. May the force be with you. Bam, boom, bam. I've spoken. Bam.